So, like, that doesn't even, like, the idea that they have these outstanding contracts that, like, have to be adhered to until 2025 doesn't even really make that much sense because, like, all their contracts are expired. Like, that's why they killed off, that's why they killed off Jennifer Lawrence. So, I really don't understand, I don't really get that logic. I would... It wouldn't surprise me if like Ty Sheridan or like whoever the fuck plays Nightcrawler in the new movies has that. Oh, Cody Smith McPhee. Yeah, yeah. whoever, whatever. Yeah. Uh, guy. Guy who Benedict Cumberbatch wanted to fucking power the dog. Oh. Uh, <laughs> deep pull. That was a deep That was pull. a good pull. That was a deep pull. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, oh. Uh, that was, a, that was a SD's idea for a cold open, and I liked it. Probably live gonna... from two separate locations in the state of Michigan. It's the Bacon Wire podcast. Live from Michigan, it's Bacon Wire. I uh, got to get the music to play in the background. Um, so we'll get right into it. I mean, Carter's—I don't know if he's going to join us. He's—he's he's running late. Um, we can we can re pivot the pod a little bit. Um. We could let's start with the good. Let's start with basketball. What or what are you what are you doing? <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> I need to make a bacon wire intro like that. Oh man, I should do that. I got yeah. I'm on vacation this weekend, so I need to fucking do that. We could um, get uh we could get the same guys who uh we could go to the same website where Feige got those guys to like Photoshop in Krasinski and Lashana Lynch next to each other. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be my little weekend project. Um, so we've been off for two weeks. Um, not much. So we'll talk basketball first. We'll talk the positive stuff because football. There's a lot of. I mean, it's still going pretty well. I mean, it honestly, is. But we have some uncertainty and I think some concern among our fan base that we'll discuss. But let's talk basketball. The MSU first. fan bit. The MSU fan base is concerned. I know. Shock Are you face. sure? Are you, you could, if we if we stream the if we stream the video, you could see how shocked we are. We're just blown away by that. I we, pissed my pants in surprise. We're a very rational fan base. We're we're not volatile at all. Um, yeah, I definitely haven't spent the last week calling Jack Mac uh, <laughs> a cross between a mass shooter and a pair. <laughs> the exact <laughs> word he looks like. The exact wording uh, I've used is he looks like Dylan Claybold fucked a pair. And if you don't know who Dylan Claybold is, um, go Ooh. to bed. It's your bedtime. Um, I think I know who that is. He's one of the one of the Columbine shooters. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Jack Jack Matt looks like he he knows how to make a homemade bomb. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and that probably got us in the FBI probably flagged us right there. Jack Matt looks like um Jack Mack looks like a Ted Kaczynski self-portrait came to life. We could just spend the whole pod doing Jack Mack looks like, and he'd probably listen too. he's, he's, he's literally the drill tweet. Well, he can't, well, he can't tweet anything without Gaz's approval. So he has a lot of free time on his hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll talk. Well, yeah, we'll get to football and the, the weirdness around it right now, but basketball things are looking pretty good. Um, I got to pull up Cumbo's tweet Twitter because he he's basically my recruiting guy on Twitter. He talks about the recruits all the time. Um, 
So um, one I'm thing pretty... I do know, and we'll start with this: uh, yeah. Jeremy Fears Jr., the floor Oof. general. Uh, oh the man, the floor general. The floor he general. is. He's going to play overtime elite this year. Um, That's big. This doesn't affect his recruitment at all. He can nope. still. He still plans on enrolling at Michigan State. He'll probably be on campus at Michigan State, and I think this is probably going to end up being the future and the way overtime elite becomes viable. Right, because you can tell these kids, you know, take your senior year of high school online, make some money now, yeah, right, get better, right, versus you know, playing high school ball where like half the teams are filled with fucks who are going to like small directional schools, <laughs> you know, right, that are just gonna try to hurt you to fuck you over, make right? you way better than you would be in high school, right? Go to overtime elite, get, get. Get high, get high level coaching, play against high level competition, and then you can go to college with a little change in your pocket. You'll have you'll have a profile, so be, so you'll be more you'll have a higher profile, so you'll mm-hmm. be more attractive. You'll be yeah. more attractive to NIL deals. Um, you know, I think I think this is a win win win. It's a win for the floor general. It's a win for overtime elite, and it's a win for Izzo and MSU. Yeah. And it can't hurt. I mean, it, you're going to make money before you go to college. That's pretty sick. Like, and it's a great, it's a great training for college. And it could be one of those things where it's like, oh, I played against all these kids in overtime elite. College might be a little easier for you. Now, I'm not going to put those expectations on an incoming freshman, no matter what. But um, yeah, it's it's not a it's a great great situation for everybody. It makes Izzo look good that one of his premier recruits is doing this and it's a new league. It hasn't even started yet. Has it? This is first year. I believe they've done like a few like test games. Like they do have people signed. Okay. um, And they're doing some tests. They're doing some test stuff. I believe it's going to operate like the big three where it's going to be like a touring (laughs) format. Yeah. Instead of having like an overtime elite team in Detroit, they'll just have a day where they'll play at little season league. Yeah. Um, it's going to be interesting. And, you know, Combo, I'm not making fun of you. I'm legit checking your Twitter right now for updates. Um, <laughs> I, and I see that before I get to the big news, we do have another target, um, 6'5 guard, um, Gehrig Normand. Uh, looks like a pretty tall, lanky boy. He's taking a visit this weekend, tomorrow through Saturday. Um, ranked in the top 100 and, you know, it, it's, it can't hurt to have another target. And I'm curious, it looks like they're not going to target Devin Royal anymore. Like he was, he was, I think, plan A. I'm wondering if this new guy's plan B on that end. Well, um, well, I think this ties into the bigger news. Yeah. Um, which we can just say, I'll let you say it. Yeah. I mean, uh, Xavier Booker has gotten some gotten some pretty high confidence crystal balls in the past few days in court, including our friend Justin Thind, um, who really, I mean, if Justin puts in a crystal ball, um, it, you should feel pretty good. You should feel pretty good, um, or pretty bad, depending on <laughs> depending on what direction yeah. puts the crystal You're, ball. In. The confidence in it is good; like it's high, no matter yeah. what. Um, um, and if he puts it at crystal ball level 10, then, uh, 
I would like to have Justin on um, just so I can ask him. <laughs> because, and I'm, I'm jumping the gun a little bit. But the, but the level 10 crystal ball felt a little petty. <laughs> there, is a little, there is a little pettiness behind it. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like sending your ex to save the date card. <laughs> you know, that's how it came off to me. I could be wrong, and that's why that's why I want to have Justin, or maybe I'll just DM him uh, because I just want to know. But um, maybe yeah, he'll respond to you. the The crystal ball confidence at ten felt like uh, felt like felt a little. There was a little. There was a little venom. And yeah, I'm, I'm excited though. Um, but like, I've been through this before and, you know, with like, I've been hurt by this before, like where we think he's coming. They think we think a guy's coming to MSU and then at the last second, it just changes. And like, I'm not going to get hurt again. And it's all due respect to the kid. I'm not going to fault him for making a tough decision, but I mean, it's looking like we're getting him. It really does. And I said that about another five-star in the other sport. I mean, we all thought it until about a week ago. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I mean, if he can land this guy and somehow get Royal with Jeremy Fears in the class next year, ooh, I mean, this, this could be – this could be pretty fucking awesome in, in 2023-24 and, and beyond because who knows if Fierce is probably going to play more than one year maybe. Um, I don't know about Booker. It seems like he's if he probably has a great year, he's probably one and done. Yeah. But um, MSU basketball is still looking good. This year might be a little rough, but I think if we can, if we can hang on this year and keep the tourney streak alive, then it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun next year for sure. Um, Absolutely. So we'll get into football and, and Carter wanted to stress some things, but so I'll try to fill in for him as much as I can. We both will. Um, also, <laughs> before we switch over to football, just sure. the thing I tweeted from Bacon Wire earlier. <laughs> Let me look. Um, There's a seven, six high school yes. freshman yeah. overtime posted highlight clips of a seven, six high school freshman. The guy, <laughs> the guy like, you know how you would like, you know how like normal height people like absentmindedly like tap the top of door frames. Yeah. As they're walking out, you know, I've been liable to do that every now and again. And I am what most people would consider tall. You uh, are tall. This guy did that with the rim. <laughs> Holy. And he's, he's what, 15 years old? He's 15. Can't even drive yet. Cannot even legally drive. Could could he potentially grow like to seven? Like I wonder what the doctors would say about him. Like I mean, as he be an eight footer, as the tweet <laughs> says, uh, he's dangerously close to dead at forty height, <laughs> which is ter- which is a terrible thing to say about a literal child. Oh. But um, yeah. Anyways, expect oh. his commitment to Purdue any day now. <laughs> Yeah, Matt Paint. I love that Matt Painter with the Ron Burgundy, the pants yeah, tent. Yeah, the the pleat the pants. It's the pleat. It's the I gotta take it back to the to the pants store. Yeah, Matt Painter's just doing the Vince McMahon 
puts his feet on the table when he's canceled. Sees he's canceled. Oh yeah, canceled. that's right. Triple H. I'll just say Triple H. Yeah. Um, the um the Randy Marsh sitting at the computer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Even better. Spooky ghost. It was a spooky <laughs> ghost. Ectoplasm. Yeah. It was ectoplasm. Um, so. Oh yeah, and, and also basketball. Fuck, I gotta pull it up. Um, the PK eighty five. Holy shit! Or the PKI loaded fucking roster. The PKI, um, I believe it's it's called. It's not the the bracket we're in is the PK eighty five bracket. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So, they're gonna be played on Thanksgiving weekend. Um, wait a minute. Hold on. How Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend is like Thanksgiving weekend is going to be low key. Oh, here we go. Thanksgiving weekend like that, like five days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or those four days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Have the potential to be like an unbelievable sports weekend. Like maybe one of the best, maybe one of the best ever, because not only will you have uh, not only will you have NBA, you'll have mm-hmm. regular season NBA basketball going on in the periphery and regular season NHL. You'll also have NFL. Ooh, yeah. You'll have you'll have college football rivalry week. And then on top of all of that, you have the opening games of the World Cup. Mm. Which I know some people aren't as excited about, but like it's it's the World Cup. It's right? the World so Cup. It's like, I'll, I'll keep I'll pay attention to it. So it's like you know, like that's. I mean, if you're a gambler, like holy shit, like <laughs> there's gonna be some fucking. <laughs> you better get your be, funds aside. Yeah, who are the Lions playing on Thanksgiving? The Bills. Oh Lord, I don't know if I want. I don't know if you want to watch that one. Here's an advanced parlay. Here's an advanced four like parlay for you. Uh, Bills team over. Uh, Ohio State against the spread versus Michigan. Um, yeah, it is the Bills. It is Bills. Yeah, Cowboys money line, and uh, and Denmark money line. Okay, we'll revisit that. We'll do. We'll do some. I think when college football comes back, we'll do like our favorite bets of the week. Yeah, I was gonna we'll do that. I, I was gonna do that off air with you during our housekeeping period, but. Uh, yeah, I want to bring back. I want to just roll Bacon Warriors' best bets into. Yeah, we we can just merge it in the pod. We can make it a segment. Um, so still do guests and shit. Yeah, never forget my one appearance on there. Um, I almost that was the game I called where Lamar Jackson had to go poop during the game. I did nail yeah. the Browns covering though. Um, so we're gonna play. <laughs> What's great is the. The PK Invitational starts Thanksgiving Day, and it just—it's literally all fucking day because it's out in Portland. Um, our first game—I don't know if I'm going to make it to that night. I will try my best. Oh, here's Carter. Cool. Um, we'll just—we'll just stop right here. We'll—we'll we'll bring him in for this part. If he here he is. Hey! Oh, live from the car. Live from the car. Can't hear you. We here at Bacon Wire promote safe driving habits. Yeah. Um, Can you hear us? Yeah, I can't hear you, man. Hmm. We can't hear you. All right, he's connecting to audio. Okay. Great. 
You there? Great podcasting, just excellent podcast. I'm on my phone. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we can hear you now. <laughs> yeah, we got you. All right, cool. Am I making too much noise? Like, is it too loud? No, you're, no, you're good. We don't you care. Start- yeah, yeah, we're like, we're, I don't, 15 minutes, minutes in. in. Yeah, we talked okay. about, we talked about uh, Jeremy Fear. This is a good recap for people who yeah. have already been listening. <laughs> uh, Lucas, you might actually have to edit this one. Uh, what up, Bacon Wire? We talked about uh, we talked about Jeremy Fears going to overtime elite. Anything? Um, we think it's a good th- it's a win 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 for all involved. It's a win for all involved. I agree. Uh, Xavier Booker uh, apparently is committing to MSU. We have a sizable lead, yes. Uh, and now we're doing the PKI. We just started okay. on it. Okay. Um, Am I interrupting? Like, am I totally throwing this all? No. Off? No, it's fine. This is the kind of chaos the listeners have come to expect. <laughs> no, this is great. This reminds me of the post-Michigan 2020 pod where everyone but me was like on an iPhone walking around Blacked out. in a car. Blacked yeah. out. Yeah, that was the, it brings back great memories. Um, well, not the COVID part, but it brings back great memories. Um, do, we have any, do we have any drunk mailbag questions, Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> what a – oh, man. I don't want to relive that. I'm looking at the liquor bottles. I can see that <laughs> night. Um, so I was just about to say the game, our first game is at 1030 at night. I don't know if I'm going to fucking make it. <laughs> I'm going to try. Um, we play a very, it's, I love the matchup. We play what, who we thought would be the prodigal son for MSU basketball, taking over for Tom Izzo someday. We play Alabama. We play NATOs. And I, I don't know if we're going to win this game, but I the way Alabama plays is so you don't know what you're going to get. They're very um, they're very James Harden Houston Rockets, where yeah. they're either gonna they're either gonna shoot fifty two percent and just absolutely wreck you, or we're gonna or they'll win. shoot or they'll shoot thirty six percent. You know that's very uh, Nate Oates is very famous for yelling at his players when they take mid range jumpers in practice. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is a layup or a three, which I personally love. Um, I like I it. That's great. And, the, and I don't even think he has a lot of math to back it up. I think it's just like, stop being a pussy, take the three or hit the hole, which <laughs> is great. I'm a big proponent of getting nerds out of sports. That was a, uh, that was a big Patinoism in the 80s. That was a big thing of Patinos, I remember. Hmm. Patino loves hitting threes, so that doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially Man, I, Olive Garden, yeah. <laughs> no Olive Garden slander. Um, and then if we win, or no, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the winner of that game, Michigan State Alabama would play the winner of the matchup between Oregon and UConn Friday. Um, Friday sometime. It would it would just be determined, obviously, later later Thursday. There is not enough, there is not enough revenge. I no, we've we've adequately gotten enough of that. you. UConn would want revenge on us for, for 2014 um, for no. last year. There is not enough revenge possible. There is not enough revenge we can get. For True. There is not enough possible revenge. And we we could possibly face. Um, wait, are they playing it to where it's like it's just two different brackets and two different champions, right? Correct. There's the yeah. there's okay. the PKI and the PK85. Yeah, because the, the other side has uh, North Carolina, Villanova, um, Iowa State, Portland, Big Whoop. Um, 
that'll be pretty cool. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try to stay up to watch them play Alabama. I'm, I'm intrigued to see how the fan base handles it because there's going to be so you just know if Alabama wrecks us, like they have one of those nights we're on fire, you know, the fan base is going to be like, well, there's our next head coach fire is up. Yeah. Here's my, um, here's my advice to MSU. Um, and I know that we're not even, we're not even football hasn't even kicked off. They haven't even started fall camp yet. I think next um, week, right? Next week. Yeah. Yep. So football hasn't even started fall camp this week, fall camp yet. And I have to, and I feel obligated to, uh, to say this to uh, MSU basketball fans. Um, pack a lunch for this non-conference. Fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, this pack a fucking lunch. Do not panic for the first month. This is going to be literally some games are going to be like us, like just taking our licks, like getting beat, getting the shit beat out of us just to like get the scars, get the cartilage built and everything. Like, yeah, it, it's going to be, there's like, we could play Gonzaga. Couldn't we? Yeah. Or so we are. No, duh. we are. We're, We're playing, playing them on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, yeah. Duh. I thought about the PK invitational for some reason, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to put Gonzaga as a win. I mean, I think there's going to be a game or two that we surprise people and either compete to the very end or hell we squeeze out a win. Um, but yeah, that's the thing we get. We got to tell, we got to tell the fan base, like, and we're going to reiterate this when it gets closer to basketball, like do not panic. If this team is under 500 going to big 10 play pack a lunch, just pack because a lunch. that strength of schedule is going to pay off big time when we need to get in the tournament. Tom Izzo either really loves this team or he and, hates in views. Yeah. Or fucking hits their guts and wants to punish them. He's just um, calling up every program, in the top 25, like, yeah. Hey, you want to come to Breslin? You want me to come to you? He either loves these guys so much that he thinks they'll be able to compete with anyone, anytime, anywhere, or hates them so goddamn much that he <laughs> thinks the only way he can get them to play the way he wants them to play is if they just get their shit pushed in for two months. Just yeah. break them, build them all the way back yeah. up. Yep, break them down and build them back up. I think they'll be all right by Big Ten season. Big Ten isn't going to be some scary conference. I, I don't think so. But Everyone's picking Illinois to repeat. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've seen Illinois and Indiana as, like, the favorites. And they're so yeah, like, I could see... definitely repeat. You know, or... I could see Indiana. I, I could see them being a sneaky favorite. But Illinois could win the Big Ten, but they'll fucking choke in the tournament, so who cares? Yeah, Indiana returns everybody and yeah. had a pretty good recruiting class coming in. I think Michigan State really could have like four or five losses like by the end of December. But it kind of reminds me of like 2016. You remember how like they had just like an absolutely brutal schedule, but everybody was nobody was really like, yeah, Michigan State sucks. It's like, yeah, they're dealing with injuries and they have no big men and so many so much inexperience on that team that's kind of what this feels like a little bit maybe not to the same extent but like similar feel are you talking about the 15 16 team with denzel and all that 16 17 like okay i think so Izzo expected to have shilling he thought deontay davis would come back so i mean nick ward was like the main big man at that point 
Yeah. All right, like Nick Ward. Like, that was like the first one. Yeah, I can't believe he died. Yeah. Rest <laughs> in peace. Rest in peace, Big Pudding. <laughs> like, did I miss something? And I'm like, no, okay. My brain clicked into place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we're going to go on a more somber note. So it is okay to cry. Um, if you got that reference, probably not. Um, got it. I got it. <laughs> football recruiting. Has about done... it. Huh? Michigan State football is kind of a duck getting its head stuck in a tomato. Yeah. Now. <laughs> it. We're, it's, it's the June highs have been replaced with July. I'm not going to say lows. I, I'm just going to say July. Meh. Like we're in the middle. Um, well, and, and I'll open with this and I'll reiterate something I tweeted on Saturday after, after Chase Basantis announced um, anyone who thought Mel Tucker is just, was just going to be able to get anyone he wanted to anyone who came to visit to Michigan state to want to commit on the spot. Um, doesn't know how recruiting works. Is downplaying the is downplaying um, the amount that the post college football playoff um, era of Mark D'Antonio's career has weighed down this program, and also is is higher than giraffe pussy. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's the only way to put it because you know. It, we've lost out on some high value. We've lost out on some guys we've really targeted and we've really valued, but you know, it's just, that's how it works in recruiting. You're not going to get every guy. Dabble yeah. doesn't get every guy. Nick Saban doesn't even get every guy. No. So it's, it's, you know, it's unfortunate. It is what it is. Um, but all, you know, all we can do is, all you got to do is go, okay, we're not there yet, right? Not there. We're close. Yeah, mm. I mean, I it's mean, the, the only thing, the only thing I could knock there, the only thing I could knock, I could knock Tucker and MSU for is I think the advanced bag infrastructure needs to be improved a little. Um, I'll only get concerned about MSU football recruiting when – Tucker and the staff starts doing the transformational, not transactional bullshit. Because yeah. that is the language of fucking pussy losers who who don't who don't get that the NCAA is not gonna enforce anything anymore. The NCAA is not gonna enforce shit. They don't care. They're gonna make they're gonna ride this, they're gonna ride this Bronco until it leg until its leg breaks, and then they're gonna put it out to pasture. They do not care. So I I think there needs to be a little more. Um, <clears throat> there needs to be a little more. There needs to be more bag. There needs to be more bag dropping ahead of the commitment. I think. I agree. We could be left to the dust pretty quickly. Um, yeah. So I, I, it's. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. There are going to be guys who are going to buy into the culture, and that's great. And you know. Like they got, and you know, Andrew DePepe and by Job and the guys who buy in and Keaton Hauser, the guys who buy into the culture. Did I say, what did I say? How do no, I I'm thinking of Chad Latt saying Andrew the PP. Andrew the PP. Sorry. <laughs> Andrew the PP. Um, you know, there are going to be guys who buy into the culture and that's great. And I'm, 
and you're going to love those guys and I'm going to love those guys. But, you know, there needs to be the Peyton Kirklands and the Chase by Sonsis who only give a fuck about the bag and nothing else. Yeah. Right? Because here's the dirty secret no one wants you to know. Other programs also tout their culture and also have pretty solid cultures. So, you know, you love MSU so much because you went there, right? Or you're, or you grew up a fan of them, right? Other 16 year olds who have to 16 year olds who literally have the entire rest of their lives riding on this decision do not are not going to view are not going to view MSU and Mel Tucker the same way that you are going to. It's going to be, it's it's going to be again, even though I love shitting on Michigan, not to shit on Michigan, it's going to recruiting is at its core transactional. You are promising them something in exchange for their, in exchange for their services. Right. Back in the old days, uh, morons Mm. used to say the thing you're exchanging is an education. Now it's bags, okay? Whether that's ni, whether that's nil opportunities, or it's just straight up commit right now, and I'll give your family fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, right. We're already seeing it. Guys are, guys are, guys threatening to transfer to Miami's basketball program because they didn't feel their nil deal was high enough. They wanted to renegotiate their nil deal. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's what. That's what college sports is now. You can hate it. That's fine. But college sports has always been this. You didn't care about it because either MSU was doing well enough without having to do it. Or they were getting guys who were good enough to, uh, who were getting guys who were good enough to where you didn't care if they were dropping bags or not. You think guys like Andre Risen and Tony Mandarich came to MSU because they were fucking, because they loved, because they fucking loved George Perlis and the culture? No. No. Wake the fuck up. Like, yeah, Kirk Cousins came to MSU because he liked Coach D'Antonio and the culture. Okay? Le'Veon Bell came to MSU because he was the best available offer. Plaxico Burris and Charles, Charles Rogers did not come to Michigan State University for the program culture. I'm sorry. I love of Plex, Charles Rogers, may he rest in peace. Like, what do you like? You think you think they came here just because they liked the campus? Get real. Get fucking real. Grow the fuck up. So yeah, recruiting's fine. No one needs to freak out. It sucks to take so it sucks to take. It sucks to take successive L's publicly like that. But in, in the span what? of 24 hours. But you know what? 18 months ago, we wouldn't even be in the final five for these guys. Right. The dam is going to break. The dam will break. Yeah, it, it sucks to lose out on Kirkland, especially like that it was going pretty well. Like, you know, our last pod, we were all like, it's looking pretty good. And then, like, what, a week ago today, I think, like, we were all talking in our little chat, and, like, Carter was like, oh, shit, Texas is dropping a bag. And because I think Finn put – all of a sudden, the crystal ball switched to Texas. Like, 
within minutes of each other instantaneously. And like that wasn't good. And then, you know, Carter was telling us Besantis is going to AM, who does drop bags no matter what Jimbo Fisher says. And um, I mean, you kind of have to when you really last national title was what in the 30s or whatever, the 20s. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think we're fine. I mean, if you just just look at the talent we have, we're going to be fine. And we're used to not getting these guys and still winning the Big Ten. You know, we're seven years removed from our Big Ten title, so it's kind of old news. But, like, we're still going to be fine. And if if Jay Johnson and Mel Tucker and Scotty Hazelton and Kapovich and all these guys can – and Jordan, Brian and Jordan can keep – developing and making an impact we're gonna be fine I'm, i don't have much more to add i know carter you're back you're not mobile anymore you're you're back at home i know that was one of your big things was to kind of quell our worries yeah i just got back to <laughs> to my apartment i plugged in started driving <laughs> it was funny one of the interviews i did for an internship story when i interviewed darius snow he was driving too <laughs> i felt like that um um, yeah, I mean, look, yes. Does it absolutely suck to, to lose Peyton Kirkland and Chase Basantis in back-to-back days? Yeah, it sucks because, especially because of the fact that they were trending in a very good direction with Peyton Kirkland. It also sucks when you see people from the maize and blue start, you know, dogging on your recruiting and <laughs> like, as much as we like say, Oh, we don't care. It, it does get a little under our skin. It is a little bit annoying. Yeah. yeah. The AI simulation who should have a PPO who every Michigan quarterback should have a PPO against uh, should not be talking about our recruiting tactics. I don't give a fuck what he thinks. No. Um. Yeah. It was just such a weird situation with Kirkland. I mean, you know, it, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I read things and I heard things that I don't, that I'm not going to, that I'm not going to speculate on, but uh, I don't think Michigan state really liked them apples, I guess is all I will say. Uh, so that's what I'll say about, Kurt. yeah, that's what I'll say about, Kurt. that's what I'll say I understand Kurt in that situation. Um, that's a deep cut. Very deep. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, but it's like Spartan dog said, I mean, they're going to, you know, they're going to, throw their name in the hat for these real big time recruits. Um, and the thing is that this, this, this recruiting staff is swinging for the fences. They absolutely are. Um, it's kind of interesting that they don't, you know, have so many contingency plans. I think they just kind of like expect to land these guys and then, you know, that's it. Um, because I mean, you lose Kirkland, you lose Basantis. It doesn't really look good with miles McVay. I think, I think if Alabama wants to take him, he'll go there. Uh, and then Samson Okanlola, I still think is going to go to Miami. I'm, oh. I feel like he's, I feel like he's already committed there or something. I don't know. That's just, I mean, he's just Miami. Like it just, it feels like that connection is almost all the way there, but yeah, but look, it sucks to miss out on your top targets. It does. However, it's like we said, we weren't, we weren't thinking, we weren't even thinking about this last year at this time. I mean, I think, you know, Lucas and I, Last year in the summer, we're just talking about like Alex Van Summeren and stuff. And we're like, hey, we got a we got a four star. Cool. A Michigan four star. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan four star, which would be a Texas three star, a Montana half star and a Florida, you know, quarter (laughs) star, eighth star or something. There's a whole math chart. It really lines up. It really does. Um, But this is just the start. And also, like, don't with with where the recruiting is right now, 
don't look at what we've been missing on. Look at what we've landed. I mean, there are big time names in this recruiting class. Yes. I mean, you got by Job, Jordan Hall, Chance Rucker. I'm a big fan of the the, the Eddie Pleasant uh, uh, signing too. Uh, Brennan Paracek, DePape, Kedrick Riscano. You know, these are really talented guys who, you know, I, I've made this point several times on the podcast. That's kind of, you know, what happens in the summer when, when there isn't much going on. But these guys would all be crown jewels of the previous, like, three or four classes. Now they just make up the class. So imagine when the, when the crown jewel becomes that, like, top 25 five-star and Maybe you get a couple of those guys, you know, at that point, it becomes, it just because like, it just, and I think we could get to that point someday. It seems very probable, but I feel like our fans think we're already there. I mean, I think that they, they got very caught up in the, in the hype and the excitement of, of visits and, and guys committing right afterwards. Like, I mean, that stretch where like, Clay Whedon and, and Jalen Braxton committed, you know, just like a, like a span of a couple hours. Like, yeah. I think that, I think that got people riled up quite a bit. And then spoiled them a little bit. It spoiled them. It spoiled, it did spoil people. So we were thinking, okay, any more of this, you know, it's like you get that, you get that first, uh, that first, uh, that first taste of the smack and then you want to come back, but yep, the price you get a little is, bump and you need more. Yeah. And that's kind of what we had with, with MSU recruiting. We're very new to this. We're very new to this. Our fan base is very new to this. So I think they just have to temper their expectations a little bit, but instead of tempering your expectations from like, like regular level to like down, take them from like this, this (laughs) huge pedestal and bring it down to about a, like. Where we're actually at, which is an incredible. Which is still very good. You know, we were top 20, right? We're still top 20, right? Yeah, we're, We're top 25. Okay. Think about, I mean, just like put put this recruiting class in context, right? Carter, what would you guys say the crap? Who would you guys say the the like the cornerstone of this class is of the twenty three class? And I don't mean the guy who's like the most active on Twitter. Like, who do you think okay. is the guy who's going to be like the first round NFL draft, like the surefire like top fifteen NFL draft pick? There's a top fifteen pick in this class. Who is it? I think it's by Job. Okay. I think, I think, I mean, I think the, the crazy athleticism, the, the, the raw talent, you know, and then he, you get him in the lab with, with, with Jordan. And then it's, uh, you got yourself something special. I mean, say he adds a little more weight. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I think it's Job. Okay. I think that's kind of the easy answer, but yeah. Lucas, do you concur? Yes. Okay. So by Job is the cornerstone. Yeah, that's right. By Job is the cornerstone of the twenty of the twenty twenty three recruiting class. Okay, mm-hmm. the cornerstone of the twenty nineteen recruiting class was Jordan Simmons. So <laughs> you know, four years we've come a long we've come a long way. Yep. Yeah. Like I don't have anything else to say about football. I mean, it's just like yeah, you know the goats and the. Uh, the cars were cool, but like, you know, results will need to come eventually. Right. And, and we I'm, did I'm that. not saying it's like has to be right now, but like there's gonna be a point where I'm gonna be like, okay, man, this is fucking cool, but like and we did that because this. we didn't have we don't have the facilities to compete with Texas, Texas AM. Right. You know, once the once the Tom Izzo football building is built, it will be a bigger you know, 
that'll be that'll be the focus of the recruiting, not the yeah. not the cars on the field and the goats, right? Those right. were a necessity, you know, because we don't have, you know, we just don't have the facilities, which again, I think is one of is probably D'Antonio's second biggest failure behind not not shaking up the staff is he had the money available to upgrade the facilities and chose not to. That's what's infuriating about him leaving is like as soon as Mel Tucker got hired, that that re- revelation that the, the money was sitting there, that was just – I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a crime against Spartan Nation, but like when you when you built it to a point to where we were, we're talking, we will talk forever about one of your teams that probably could have – could have had a great chance to beat Florida state had there been a college football playoff. Like we're going to wonder why didn't you spend more money when it was there? Like, that's what, if I could ask coach D one question, like, and with him not to get all pissed off and I don't want to piss the guy off, but like that would honestly be it. Be like, Hey, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, bring up a sore subject, but like what happened those last couple of years? Why didn't you use the money that, that people were just basically telling you they're giving you a blank check and saying, spend it. Like, why didn't you do that? Yeah. I, I would like to feed coach D true serum and ask him that because I would, I would honestly like some mm. honest insight into, in, into why. Yeah. We'll but, never know. Maybe someday he'll write a book with like couch or Abling. who knows. But um, to that point, but to that point about, you know, the facilities and everything, <clears throat> Michigan state was still swinging with the big boys and like coming very close, you know, with some of these guys, like they're in yeah. those top tens, those top fives with some guys top um, threes and top threes. So they're really up there, even not having those facilities that just shows you like, like it shows you what Mel Tucker has to work with. And like, you give him some of like the resources that the big schools have, we're going to, we're going to catch a lot more of these fish. So yeah. I mean, it, it, it just you know I'm trying to I'm trying to spin a little bit more positivity for our fan base. No, you're just, you're doing great. For some reason, always loves to go doomsday with again. Everything. It's always a matter. <laughs> I think with Mel Tucker, it's always a matter of when, not a matter of. Yeah, and and the last thing I'll say is like, be if we have another 10, 11 win season this year, five stars are coming next year. I, I that's I. I'll guarantee at least one five-star joins the team. Yeah. Like, Which, if this team is better than last year's team. It should be 11 or 12 wins. It should be 10, 11, or 12 wins. Yeah. Like, it, I think 10 and 2 is a realistic Again, this is, this, is my new, this is my new fire Hazleton. Is, is me rallying against the, we should, be, we should be a better team with the worst record. That's not fucking possible. That's not that's not how it works. That is not how it works. That's not how okay. it works. Okay. Not how it works. We're <sighs> like Mr. Freeze and Batman and Robin, chill. Our schedule is not any tougher. Our schedule is not any tougher than it was last year. It's not. No. no. And I mean, I call me crazy. I don't think we're gonna lose 56 to 7 to Ohio State again. Graham Mertz um, is a Graham Mertz like is a bust. Ryan Days and yeah. Atifa. Ryan Days and Atifa pussy. Uh <laughs> Paul Christ, Paul Christ is a loser. Yeah. Our schedule is no different than last year's Nobody's scared of, of PJ Fleck. No one is scared oh, of PJ Fleck. God, all the <laughs> everyone's like, Minnesota's gonna be undefeated coming into our house. I'm like, 
So what? It's PJ Fleck, man. Tanner Morgan has his AARP card. <laughs> Tanner Morgan is first time all all job in college football this year. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> that should be a segment for one day. An all job job team. <laughs> job, yeah, an all job. Yes, team. that's a great idea. Their top um, running back has one leg too. I mean, he also, popped his he sure. popped his Achilles out last year. Yeah. Also, well, I, you know, this I, is, this and they don't have not, a. They don't have a Rashad Bateman. They don't have a Rashad Bateman either this year. So Minnesota doesn't really. Minnesota. No, sorry, Carter. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. I cut you guys both off. If you're if you're afraid of Minnesota, then um, stay home. Find a new team to root for. Stay home. Don't go. I don't know. I'm going to go even further. Find a new team to fucking root for. (laughs) If you're scared, if you're scared of Minnesota, go root for go root for Central. And you probably are like pushing 40 and you hugged someone 20 years ago. And you're one of the people at Spartan Scene who tells people to sit down. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're one of the guys. Yourself. You're one of the guys. You're part of the Green Seat Mafia. Yep. Tells people to sit down when they're standing up and cheering. Yeah. Fuck, you, fuck yourself. I paid my money for my ticket. Listen, I do what I want with an irrational uh, point. Listen here, you old fucks. <laughs> Get. Get whatever amphetamines they're pumping Joe Biden with right now. <laughs> Get your hands on some of that. Get your asses to the game and be loud. Stand up. Woodshed. Yeah. Woodshed. Um, Did you see what, that video that, I, that I'm talking about? Yeah. This? Yeah. But Joe Biden, he's like, his pupils are literally his entire eyeball. And he's like, you can't be pro. You can't be pro. It's actually to be pro cop. I, I wonder if someone was holding his uh, eyebrow or his eyelids up, up like a uh, clockwork orange. Saw a little yeah, like bit of orange. Yeah. yeah, like a like a string that you couldn't see. Um. Anyway, so last thing I want to talk about football is I think I want to bring it up. We I said what I would. Pat Narduzzi. Um. Yeah. Long story short, he's been chirping for the last week or so, saying that if if Pitt had Kenny Pickett and one of their other guys. Um, I think a defensive lineman or something, um, they would kill Michigan State. And if you had Kenny Pickett and lost to Western, by the way, yeah, you lost forty-four <laughs> to forty-one to Broncos country. Let's ride. Let's they ride. Didn't, they didn't ride. Um, and they're coming to Waldo this year, so I'm going to try to get that game, and then laugh if they fucking lose to Western. Um, and yeah, you can play that game, Pat. You can play the what if. You can play. You can play water coulda shoulda. Who fucking cares? But like. I'm not going to sit. And he also said the thing that traps my ass the most is they could, he said they could walk into the big 10 and win it. This is a dude who averages 500 in in ACC play. There is no shot. He's walking in to, to Ohio stadium in November with a chance to go to Indy and not lose 72 to nothing. There's (laughs) one good team in the ACC. 12, 12 of the last 16 years. ACC championship game has basically been a lower a, a the Big Ten championship game with less competitiveness. Yeah, it's been, been a lot who, of blowouts. Who out of the other division is going to come to Charlotte and get their shit pushed in by Clemson or Florida State? Right. Like, and you could like sure Kenny Pickett. Yeah, <laughs> if he's if he's in that game without Kenneth Walker, I think you're comfortable saying Pitt wins the game, but. Anything could happen, but like, let's play the what if for us. What if Kenneth Walker played? I don't think we have to rely on uh, 
Cal, Cal Halliday to seal the deal with a pick six. I really don't. I mean, P- Peyton Thorne ball, balled out. Jane Reed balled out. Um, well, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call. I mean, I love Peyton Thorne. Well, I think he's going to be great this year. He I wouldn't call. I wouldn't call his. Yeah, he bounced back. He bounced yeah, back. Sure. He bounced back like two, three did with four or five. He balled in the fourth quarter. Is that fair? That is fair. That's fair. That's fair. As someone who couldn't watch the game live, um, my analysis. But I just want to say about Pat Narduzzi because he strikes me as a man who is bitter that he didn't get offered the MSU job. And there are thank things, God. And and I mean, how damning is it to your psyche that MSU was ready to throw Brett Bielema the bag before he over you, who many people, including myself. Wanted to take over for D'Antonio someday back, you know, back when Narduzzi was in his prime. Like I admit that I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a rational thing to say. Um, But like this dude just needs to shut the fuck up. He's, I hope, I really hope Western beats him this year again. And he just, he, he just strikes me as a sore loser and like credit to Mel Tucker today, or I think yesterday today said, no, like, it's today. He said something basically like, what happened is on the field. I don't care about the hypotheticals. Like, good good for him. You just taking the high road, basically saying, shut the fuck up. You lost the game. He said a nice way, hold that L. You ever <laughs> notice, um, you ever notice how many coaches like to play the if this went this way against Michigan State, we would have won oh, yeah. game? Like, coaches love no coach on earth loves that more than Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is all about hypothetical state. Well, and then, <laughs> and then I, I love, I love that Twitter video that was like Michigan State, the luckiest team in college football. A thread. Do you remember that with like the, the yeah ten it's minute like video be, of all of our lucky plays? You have to be good to get lucky. So you know you can't be you can't be shitty and get lucky. No, you every team looks like Michigan lucked into the big 10 championship. Like they lucked into beating Nebraska in that night game. Like, yeah, they looked, they looked into, they looked into, they looked, they looked into Ryan day being a pussy. Yeah. Uh, I'm with, um, he's since changed his name, but I am with our friend. Uh, I'm with our friend and tone setter, Osama bin Dabo. <laughs> I'm on Ryan day. I think he is a, I think he is a big pussy. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Ohio State trends the next couple of years. Like with Michigan win the Big Ten, the pressure's on day more and more to deliver, and they're over under still at eleven and a half wins. That's that's absurd. Um, we um we probably would have we probably would have lost by like seventy five or eighty. Like they probably would have hung seventy five or eighty on us. But Ryan Day called off the dogs, which thank you. I mean, yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, that um, it. I can handle 56-7 way more than if I saw like 77 to 7. I'd be like, yeah, we're never escaping that no matter what. Like no matter what we do, that's never that'll haunt us forever. But anyway, enough sports talk. Sports are dumb. Let's talk movies. Let's talk Marvel. Um, DC basically came to Comic-Con and was like, they throw it out of their pocket change and we're like, this do is not ask that. us. Do not ask us about Ezra Miller. We do not no. know about it. <laughs> they, they are a piece of shit. Um, they, yeah. They're like, who, Ezra, who, what, what are we talking about? Um, they basically came in like pocket change and we're like, I got this. And 
DC came and just had, you know, a stack, big fat stack of money and said, now nah, this is better. Marvel. Um, Marvel. Jeez. Why? Did he... I knew what I was saying. Kevin Feige, the hat man. Hat man. He pulled, he took off his hat and he had a stack of 100s. Um, so the next phase and a half were announced on Saturday and we were all, I was kind of keep, we were all kind of keeping each other in the loop on Saturday night. Because Marvel doesn't do the stupid thing. I would pay 20 bucks to stream that. I really would. Like Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige dropped the OnlyFans link. Put it on Disney Plus as like a premium thing. Duh. There you go. 20 bucks and you get to see the trailers and everything. Oh man, be great. Um, so he leaked the net. Oh, he leaked. Kevin Feige leaked it. Um, <laughs> so he did confirm that. Wakanda Forever, which great trailer. I think we all agreed on that. Awesome trailer. That was, I think, the most important Marvel trailer possibly ever. I really do. Um, because that movie had so many question marks around it, and like how you're gonna handle the the horrible tragic death of Chadwick Boseman. And I just was like, man, I really should never doubted Ryan Coogler to, to get this right. Um, but anyway, he announced phase five. Um, it Wakanda Forever is the end of phase four, and phase five starts with Quantum Media, which a trailer leaked. Did you guys see that? You guys both saw it too, right? Yeah, I yep. saw it. I saw it. Um, I, I don't think that I don't think the angle of the leaked trailer could have been any worse. <laughs> People were like, Oh my god, it's Modoc. I'm like, Where? Yeah, I can't I'm like, All see I him. see, all I see is the all I see is like the opening of a dude's sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. Um, Quantum Media kicks off Phase Five. Um, I'm going through. I'm not going to go through it all, but like, then Guardians Three, the trailer leaked, um, which was a little better of an angle. Um, yeah, I could see that one. Yeah, I could actually make that out. I think that's going to be a pretty good movie. I think it's going to be pretty emotional. It's definitely got a lot of finality to it. Yes. Yeah. And Baby Rocket is shown in it, and I swear to God, if they show him getting hurt, I don't know what I'm going to oh. do. Um, don't do that to him. No. He's been through enough. And um, you do see a glimpse of Adam Warlock, um, uh, thick boy Will Poulter, who is just absolutely jacked. Yeah, he's like that nerdy kid you knew in high school who just like Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, <laughs> ten year reunion. He's just like grown into his body, and he's just like living his best life. And you're so happy for him. Yeah, Jonathan Lipnicki. You're just <laughs> yeah. describing Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah. <laughs> um Guardians May 5th and then Loki season 2 which I'm pretty excited for. Pumped for that. We get Blade in early November. Pumped for that. Very pumped yep. for that. And we get uh what I think Carter was probably the most excited for which I still need to watch him. Daredevil Born Again. Going to be 18 half hour long episodes. You forgot the Marvels. Oh okay. Yeah, I forgot the Marvels. That was another movie. Sorry. Because it seems like they kind of forgot it at Comic-Con. <laughs> but um, yeah, the Marvels in this time next year. Basically this time. And then um, to end Phase 5 is a new Captain America, which I didn't think was going to happen, but good for them. Um, it's good to see It's good to see uh, Anthony Mackie get a shot. I'm happy for him. Um. I'm I'm curious to see how this movie's going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of like <clears throat> Kurt Russell's uh, or <laughs> Wyatt Russell's um, mm-hmm. 
God, what was his John something? John Walker. Yeah. John Walker, U.S. agent. That's going to be intriguing. I think Bucky's going to be in it. I think that's a guarantee. Bucky's going to be in it. Um, and what are you guys' thoughts on Phase 5? Like, I, I think it's going to be good. I think the heavy hitters are going to be pretty early on in Guardians and Quantumania, but I'm wondering if maybe some other things might sneak in. I think Blade's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm excited for uh, Secret Invasion. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm excited for Secret Invasion. I think that's going to be pretty solid. Um, you know, Armor Wars, you know, whatever. It's kind of, uh, who knows? Armor Wars, Armor Wars kind of feels like Chewbacca at the end of episode four, like just doesn't get a medal. Just no, not even on the timeline. So <laughs> is Armor Wars happening? I don't know. I want the writer because, says it's still alive, but like <laughs> if it's not on the timeline, man, yeah, I don't know what good. to fucking tell you. I don't know what good. to tell you, dog. Um, <laughs> you know, I I wanted to see more Justin Hammer. I'm pretty disappointed. Yeah. Um, I think Justin Hammer is probably the best thing about Iron Man 2. With without a doubt. I don't speak Russian. <laughs> Where's my board? <laughs> never forget that shit yeah Carter what do you think um, when does when does Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars come in is that supposed to be like 6 phase 6 or something yeah I was going to I was going to say phase 6 next okay yeah no I mean Lucas you and I read that like what we what appeared to possibly be the Quantumania plot leak um, yeah I think it I think be, it's the real deal could be like yeah if it's legit I, it I mean like I really like the idea that it's kind of a filler movie, but that it sets up what what Kang is supposed to be. Yeah, yeah which that... I think is I think is badly needed because these this phase four has really felt like no setup. Yeah, it, it answers. It's, it's yeah, I think it answers that question. Like, yeah, it, it, it's a flow it, chart that's going nowhere. It it did. Um, someone did describe it best. It's like um, it's like when you beat the campaign of a game and then you go back and do the side missions. Like after oh, yeah. you've already beaten the campaign, yeah. Like so that's I what think, I said when we reviewed Thor. Like it felt like it was just they were just hanging on, right? It felt like it was just like well, it kind of is when you beat the campaign in GTA and you're just like, okay. but you still want to play GTA, so you just start like driving around <laughs> and like obeying traffic laws, <laughs> which I do. <laughs> yeah. Um. um. <clears throat> Yeah, like now we kind of have that build up to the next big, the new big, the big villain. Um, yeah. I initially, I remember after uh, after Endgame, I was thinking it could be Galactus, but Kang's also a good one too. Um, I wonder if we'll see Galactus. I don't know, maybe at some point. I Who think knows? we will. That'd be cool. Um, never forget, Kang did kill Thanos in the comics, so that'd be cool for to those see. People again. who were disappointed, um, I think we're going to see it. I think we're going to see that type of scene because the Hat Man. I think I think he didn't. Phase six got announced slightly. Um, yeah, I'm of the opinion that initially they didn't want to do phase six talk, but I they think Kevin it. was what's that? They needed it, like but people yes. were demanding and, it. And I think Kevin was just so excited about phase five and was like, "Okay, let's give him more." You know, it's been three years <laughs> since we've been here. Let's just fuck it. Let's do more of it. So. He did talk about the one that I think we're going to learn a lot more about in a month and change at D23. Um, the first Phase 6 movie, apparent, or not, no, not the first one, but um, Fantastic Four. 
um, November 8th, 2024 is the date, which makes me believe there's a director and the whole cast is done. I don't think you announced that date without having at least some semblance of people locked into their roles. And I don't think it's, I mean, I'm going to shit myself at Steven Spielberg, like the speculation that came out. I would, I would be, and I'd be blown away, but like, I think they've established a lot because I mean, you got to get scheduled for filming that. What I would assume starts filming next spring or next summer. Like you yeah. have to start putting that shit together. And um, he there. So there's 11 projects in phase six and he only announced three of them. And the other two are, I mean, I couldn't believe he announced them. They're two new Avengers movies that we're supposedly going to get within six months of each other. Um, Avengers, the Kang dynasty, which is going to be directed by um, Destin Daniel Cretton, who did uh, Shang-Chi, which I'm excited to, I'm glad they gave him that opportunity because I think Shang-Chi is a solid movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's not my favorite, but you, it's not like they're no, giving it. It was very competently done. And yes. I liked a lot of, I liked a lot of the action scenes, like the scene on the bus I thought was yeah. very well done. Very cool. Yeah, if he can handle the action and then someone else can write it, which I don't think he's going to, I don't think writing is a strong suit. I would imagine, I would imagine Marcus and McKeely are still going to be. Probably. Yeah. I think the Roosters are going to be like producers or something. I would imagine, and I would imagine they would do Secret Wars too. Yeah. You think they'll do Secret Wars? I mean, that's what they, they said they'll come back for Secret Wars. And if I they announce Secret Wars, it's, it's pretty clear. Because I, I bet Feige wanted them to do both. And they, they said, like, no, give us Secret Wars, though. We'll no, we, no, we have a Gray Man sequel to shoot. Oh, <laughs> okay, real quick. Have you guys <laughs> seen it? No. no. Don't fucking watch. I mean, if you're <laughs> really bored, you'll probably like it more than I am, but I was just, the, the dialogue's the worst dialogue I've heard. And, and from the Russos and from Marcus and McFeely, who wrote the movie, I was just like, what the fuck am I watching? Here? Chris Evans was terrible. Gosling just acted like his character in Drive, but like not on purpose. And oh man, I, was Anna was Anna De, was Anna De Armas hot enough to deflect all the negative? No. Wow, that's, that's a bad there's movie. a lot of negative. That's a bad movie. That's there's a, a bad lot of negative. Movie. Because I'll tell you what, I watched Deep Water, and Anna De Armas was hot <laughs> enough to where like I kind of liked it. Per sources, she does get pretty naked in it, doesn't she? Uh, she does get pretty naked, yeah. I uh, I can't do that. That's just uh, appalling. But oh, no. no time. I'll tell you what. No time to die. Ooh, she's great. Ooh, her dress in No Time to Die. Fuck. <laughs> back on track. We're we're like phase five. We're back on track now. Um, don't go don't go watch Green Man unless you're really bored. Um, <laughs> King Dynasty's coming out November twenty twenty. Or May second, and then King or Secret Wars is November seventh. I would imagine. I imagine there would be a year apart because I think I think King. I think Secret Wars is going to be May, twenty twenty six. Yeah, there. I don't see that holding. Um, so those were the only three Phase Six projects announced, and there's eight more that the scoopers are saying will be unveiled at D twenty three, and. I think one of them, I think Deadpool 3 is coming to phase five. I don't think they're going to release that in like November 2024. I, 
they've said that there is an opening in February. I don't know what my going on my voice. There is an opening in 2024, like February. And I think I, cause I mean, between blade in November of 2023 and captain America, in May of 2024, you got six months. You could throw something There's an opening in February, 2024. I would bet money. Deadpool three is coming. And, the hat man is going to announce it. And I bet Ryan, like we all said, Ryan Reynolds is going to be on stage in the Deadpool suit. I think it's inevitable. The movie's basically in pre-production. It's going to happen. There's and- some, there's some interesting, um, <clears throat> there's some interesting leaks coming out of She-Hulk that I think is going to really, that I think yeah. is really going to, um, that is really going to forecast what kind of, what kind of D23, what kind of um, experience, what kind of things Marvel is going to announce in D23. Hmm. The things we've, I mean, even just the Comic-Con trailer they released for She-Hulk. was good. I mean, it feels like a completely different show. I saw Daredevil in it. Yeah, with his yellow and red costume, or yellow and like black costume, right? I thought it was uh, just a regular one from the show. That's what it yeah, looked like to me. Yeah, there was no... There was no clear indication of what. Um, it's Ben Affleck, Daredevil. That's yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's Ben Affleck now. Jennifer Garner is coming too. Yeah, Bring and then back. him and Jayla back gonna, on screen. That won't be awkward together. Yeah, him and Jayla are going to get divorced again. It's just everything repeats itself. <laughs> oh, congratulations to the two lovebirds um, rooting for true love. Happy that they're together again and married. Um, ben Affleck, uh, come on the pod. Ben Affleck might be the second most used MS, might be the second most Ben Affleck despondently smoking cigarettes might yeah. be the second most used meme on MSU Twitter. Shout out Sheehan. Yeah. That's a banger every time. Like it just he times it so perfectly. Yeah, it's um, that it's gonna cry. It's the gonna cry gift. <laughs> uh Ben Affleck despondently smoking cigarettes. Uh, Richard yep. Sherman yawning. Um Chris Farley waving. Uh, in the Bud Light, in the Bud Gay, gay. or uh, Schmitzlitz Gay, Schlitz Gay, and uh, and then I don't know what the I don't know what number five is. I don't know what runs out top five, but those are the those are the Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Uh, gonna cry, Ben Affleck despondently smoking, uh, Richard Sherman yawning, Chris Farley waving. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no it's the 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 other one is like the um the kid in the Cavs jersey where he's looking up he's like yeah that's oh that's yeah big one yeah or um or a favorite of um why can't i think of it now i just had it well he doesn't count blueprint trev i love when he uses the Jameis winston gif i mean i know he's not part of msu twitter but i see that one all the time and i crack up Oh, uh, Brett uses it all the time. The one where Kanye like pretends to rust the stage when Beck won album of the year over Beyonce. Oh yeah, oh, he uses that one. Also, yeah. he also uses the one where uh, like Trump pushes his way like to the front of the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, what were we talking about? Phase six? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you've seen this. Have you heard about this, Carter? Because um, SD and I were talking before the pod started. Um, there's, there's new, like, I, I think, I don't think we're going to get X-Men in phase six. 
I don't think we are either because I I saw that you know Fox still has like the rights for them for like another three years or something. Yeah, there's like a contractual thing where I don't think it's with the I don't think Disney cares about the actors like still having contracts because like you can still find a way to put like Fassbender and McAvoy in if you wanted to, but I think what they want to get away from is because they said that um, Brian Singer and Simon Kinberg could still get producer credits and have story say on any X-Men movie before 2025, which Brian Singer, uh, you know, we don't want to mess with him. Yeah. Brian Singer is going to be like, I don't think Cyclops is young enough. Yeah. He needs to be like 13. Yeah. Like and when any needs- young boys into the set of the X-Men movies, I think Fox should have been like, huh, this, there might be an issue here. Um, and then Simon Kinberg, I don't think he's a, I don't know if he's a horrible person. I don't know. But like, he made some pretty shitty X Men movie. He made a he made possibly yeah. the shittiest X Men movie in Dark Phoenix, and X Men Three was really fucking bad. I don't like, get, I don't get how they fucked up Dark Phoenix twice. Twice. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how they fucked up Dark Phoenix is because in the comics, Dark Phoenix is a saga that goes on for like fifteen years. You could do a whole phase of X Men movies about the Dark Phoenix. Yeah, literally. That's all it is. Like, there's so much. There's so much groundwork you have to do to be able to tell yep. that story faithfully. And I'm not saying you have to do all of the groundwork. It doesn't no. have to be a faithful adaptation. But in order for us to even give a shit about the Phoenix Force and Dark Phoenix and like what this means for mutants and the X-Men, you have to do so you would have to do so much groundwork that like the other movies just didn't do. Like yeah. what like, I don't really give a shit about Sansa Stark and Ready Player One. I'm sorry. Huh. Yeah. I liked Ready Player One. <laughs> I did. Tied Ready Player One. That's, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Tim Ryan, Apple. Tim Apple, Ryan Fox. Tied <laughs> Ready, Ty Ready Player One. No, the way I, they can the way they can skirt around the X Men is like <laughs> at D twenty three when like Deadpool comes to the stage. He's like, I know you guys are disappointed that the X Men aren't coming, but I got something better. And he just like brings on like he brings like Channing Tatum's Gambit on stage. Yeah, or like oh. uh, Negasonic. Yeah, Negasonic teenage. <laughs> That'd be a funny yeah. one. Like no, no, yeah, he's like, I brought the X Men with me, and it's like someone in a Colossus suit <laughs> and, Neg- <laughs> and Negasonic. Yeah, Negasonic mid twenties warhead. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I watched Deadpool 1 and 2 this past weekend. Oh, the Ooh. Sinead O'Connor line is so fucking funny. Like, right there. Sinead O'Connor, no one compares to you. Look it up. <laughs> I fuck, I love Deadpool so much. I forgot how great those movies are. Um, yeah, I think Deadpool 3 is a lock for D23. Um, I mean, maybe the Hatman could mention. I bet he'll say something like, look, we're a ways out. I don't want to talk phase seven, but I'm going to tell you the X-Men are coming. Well, time. well potential spoilers um, or the mutants are coming. Mutants are already mutants are already here. Yeah, I think he's going to say something like X-Men are coming. We're a ways out, but maybe next year we'll talk. What was yeah. their whole plan with that? I mean, like throwing that in, like at the end of Miss Marvel, like it's saying, I think the plan, I think the plan is to start introducing Mutants, just mutants. Yeah, to introduce the concept of mutants. 
That was like, cool. I didn't even I didn't even realize it until like afterwards that like he said mutation and then they did the little like yeah they did the little do 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 oh they did yeah yeah go rewatch this yeah like rewatch the scene where like Bruno tells Kamala yeah he has yeah like there's something going on with your DNA it's almost like a mutation then it goes it's like it's I'm like Alan Grant when he sees the dinosaur in Jurassic Park for the first time like. Just hearing that theme, oh my god! I, I, I would be, I would be lying if I said I didn't soil a little. Bit. I, <laughs> I would be when, lying when I heard that theme in Doctor Strange two. I got like oh, yeah. chills. I'm like, oh man, this is crazy. I'm yeah, Doctor. It. Yeah, the the oh. whole way they presented Charles in Doctor Strange was just oh. like a big flex. Putting him in the yellow, putting him in the green suit. Yeah. In the yellow chair, doing the theme song, having his telekinesis like yes. like visualized on screen that of was like the phenomenal. circles. Um, that is that was all just like one giant. That that's like we what, can do it, and we're probably going to do it. That's that like what one, Carter said. He gave us Kevin Feige gave us just a little taste, and was yeah. like, "This is what the X Men's going to be like when we do it." He's just like, "Get ready, motherfuckers! It's going to be insane." I think that's what do you guys also... think. Go ahead. What do you guys think about some of the, um, about some of the about like some of the non like six one six stuff they're doing, like Spider Man freshman year um, or X Men ninety seven. I think X Men ninety seven is going to be cool. I've been going through the series on Disney Plus and watching it again. Yeah, because um, I watched that shit. I I mean I was, I think I was ten years old. Yeah, 97. Yeah, I was 10 years old. Oh man, right up my alley. And there's this there's this barcade in Detroit I go to sometimes called Ready Player One. Ooh. And you <laughs> cannot, you cannot, I mean, full circle from an earlier <laughs> I Ready Player One is that was actually there one time. <laughs> um you cannot peel me, you cannot peel me away from that X Men machine. The four-player cabinet. The four-player cat. You cannot peel me away Dude, from that. I want to buy like the like my arcade one ups that I have. I want to buy the X Men one, but it's so hard to find. People are like, "Give me a thousand bucks for it." I'm like, "No, nah, fuck off." I would only pay a thousand bucks for like an authentic cabinet. I want to pay. Yeah, like if I found a, a cabinet that was a little beat up for a thousand bucks, like, yeah, I could fix this a little bit. Because there are um, guys that can repaint it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Spider-Man freshman year. I mean, I haven't, you know, I we haven't seen anything out of it. And Tom Holland's not coming back, which I mean, it's a different universe. Yeah, I think that's going to tie into like Spider Verse Part Two. Yeah, Norman Osborn shit is spinning in that shit though. Yeah, I, he is. He's got more waves than the fucking Pacific. I wonder if that's their way of like kind of seeing if they're going to squeeze Norman Osborn into the next Spider-Man like. Tom Holland movie. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know how they would or why they would. Because like, I would imagine, I would imagine they would introduce Harry and Norman in the in the quote unquote in the quote unquote college trilogy, if that's really the plan. Yeah. I mean, Feige was also quoted as saying that like the leaders of like the street level heroes is in in the MCU is are Daredevil and Spider Man. So they obviously cool. intend on keeping. Tom Holland, they obviously intend on keeping the character around, whether yeah. that's Tom Holland or they just go or they do a Tom Holland Miles combo movie before handing the reins off to Miles. I'm not sure. 
Um, and I would saying, imagine the college trilogy ends with Peter either dying or retiring and Miles taking and Miles taking full ownership of the mantle. And I'm going to speak it into existence since it's worked a couple years out. Norman Osborne is going to be Matthew McConaughey. Ooh. Well, here's the interesting thing. In, in freshman year, Norman Osborne is black. Like that's like he's very oh. he's very clearly black. Well, Robert Downey Jr. as um, Kirk Lazarus <laughs> and Mark Lazarus as Norman Osborne. Yeah, yeah, that um, could be Giancarlo Esposito. Also, I don't think they would announce. I don't think no. I think I he's like probably. Him, I think he's probably Charles. I think he's Charles. We need yeah, a okay, we, like, we need a like we SD and I were saying before the pod. We need a dick, Professor X, and it's time. Sorry, Carter. I thought Sorry. James McAvoy was pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah he was the, old, right. the older he got, yeah, he was more of a yeah, dad. But the problem is, he was. Those movies were just so so shitty. It didn't it didn't matter. Uh, first Class is a good movie. Days of First Future Class Past is Future... a great movie. Yeah, I like First movies. Class more than Days of Future Past. Honestly, I, I like both of them a lot. And I'm, I'm a big man. They I'm a big Matthew God. Vaughn. I'm a big Matthew Vaughn stan. I'm a Apocalypse Matthew Vaughn guy. Basically, Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers as Apocalypse. <laughs> like that was fucking horrible. Yeah, they did. Bad when Oscar Isaac's like, yeah, that movie kind of sucked. Those movies sucked, but my God, the good performances from McAvoy and Fassbender, man. <gasps> well, like and it. uh and uh shit. Uh, Beast who plays who plays Hank. Oh, Nicholas, uh, Nich- Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah Nicholas Holt too. is so I- good. I would I wouldn't mind giving him like if Feige said, "Hey, do you want to be in the MCU?" I think he like, could do it. I wouldn't mind if 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 they said, "Hey, we want to give you another shot. You're really awesome." But then I could see people getting confused like, "Whoa, what happened to him in the other movies?" Don't worry about it. Fuck it. I mean, I think now the multiverse is just a way that you can be like, yeah. that's where he's from. Yeah. Shut up. You, it's like you this plucked him from this up. timeline. <laughs> Not um, even plucked him from this timeline. I mean, you can <clears> see that there were like other Doctor Strange, and they've explained Apex Beans before. So, yeah. oh, and uh, because they they announced that Thunderbolts movie for Phase Five, um, with all the bad guys that are ba- that are commanded by Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross. What are we? What are we? Some kind of Thunderbolts? <laughs> <laughs> the Leo <man>. uh, <laughs> Somehow the Thunderbolts have returned. <laughs> Somehow the Thunderbolts return. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. William Hurt. Um, yeah, are they going to recast dog, him? William Hurt. Oh no, they'll probably it'll probably be um, Julia Louis Dreyfus. True. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like I said in our chat, you could easily just bring back Sam Elliott. That could from, be yeah. From, I mean... from the I will defend it to the very end of my days. From the Eric Bana Hulk movie, which is a fine movie. It's not a bad movie. It's a comic book movie. Yeah. Okay. It's like a comic book. I'm not gonna ride with you. I'm not gonna ride with that one on you. I'm not gonna <laughs> ride with you on that one, partner. Uh, my partner, my family. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not going on that. I'm, I'm like one on of the five people you. who probably liked it. Yeah, Ang Lee's gonna send you a gift basket. Well, I'm <laughs> fine with that. He's a great filmmaker. Um, but, I, I do fuck with Brokeback Mountain. No homo, but <laughs> uh, shout out Hunter Dickinson. Um, yes yeah hunter Hunter. you know (laughs) it took a lot of willpower when hunter dickinson was like what's the is faster horses the move this weekend 
for me not to quote tweet it with a picture of the Brokeback Mountain poster. <laughs> I was really hoping when you when you shared that tweet, I'm like, please just do something. Please, I we need it. Come on, this is too good. This is too easy. Um, but whatever, you got to be the bigger man sometimes. That's part of the problem is that it was too easy. Yep. Oh, they would have came after you so hard with that. Well, um, I mean, it's not just that. Like, it's just that was just like the easy joke to me. Like, I don't like the easy joke. I like. Yeah, you got to go a little complex. Um, I mean, my last thoughts on the Marvel universe. I'm I'm curious to see where they're going to pluck Deadpool in, and I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. And um, X Men Phase Seven. I think that's pretty much a done deal. Um, but I mean, you can put it in Phase Six because of the 2025 contract running out. So maybe shit, maybe the X-Men are like introduced in the Kang dynasty. And then like July, 2025, we get like the X-Men movie and then they're all in secret wars. Like that could work. Like, because you get like, they're in like near the end of Kang dynasty or like a post-credit stinger. And then everyone shits their pants. Like, Oh my God, it's the X-Men. And then, July 2024, you had or 2025, you have the X-Men. That could work. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. It's going to be interesting because D23 is where phase six is going to be filled out. Filled out. And I think the guarantees are fantastic forecast and director. Deadpool 3 is happening. Um, maybe more, like you said, I think SD more on Blade. I think I think they're gonna I think we're gonna get someone as Dracula. I hope Homelander's Dracula, but oh yeah, that'd be great. Perfect. He just has the face for it. Um, that's all I got for this week. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like a lot is already in motion oh, that man. we'll find out about before before D twenty. So, like the Popeyes lady outside of the restaurant, like Kevin Feige's like secretaries or whatever, just juggling all these calls about X Men and all that. Oh, Godspeed. Uh, happy belated birthday to Carter. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. Um, our brother, our family, our partner. And happy early birthday to you, Lucas. Thank you. Uh, Saturday. Um, I do. I, I can send people my cash app if they want to send gifts. Um, my address is posted online somewhere, <laughs> so you can probably Google me and find it. Um, I have your cell phone number. I will be tweeting it on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> That's with- not going to surprise me. With a with a request for people to send you feet pics for your book. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. I can't wait. I'm excited for Saturday. Um, but that's all we got for this week. I mean, we'll probably take next week off unless something crazy happens, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we need to. I don't think we need to discuss anything next week. We no. could fall fall camp starts next week, but drunk mailback. We'll see. We'll see how we feel. Let's kick the tires on it this week. We'll, <laughs> we'll be in talks. Um, all right. I'm going to, yeah, we'll stop recording. I don't know why I'm saying that, but everyone have a great weekend. Um, and go green. Go white. Go white.